Flyers Daily with Jason Mertidis. All right, here we go. It's a brand new Flyers Daily for the 17th of October as the Flyers will open up the home schedule tonight at Wells Fargo Center. First home game of the season. They come in with a record of 1-1. One and one. They get the 4-2 win over the Columbus Blue Jackets on opening night last Thursday and then Saturday afternoon lose 5-2 to two to the Ottawa Senators. And tonight it will be the 2-0 and Vancouver Canucks who are coming in playing pretty good hockey here early. When you look at the Canucks this year, they're a team under Rick Tockett looking to get back into the mix in that playoff picture in the Western Conference, led by Brock, Brock Besser and Quinn Hughes, the new captain there. And, boy, they started out their season in style. How about their first game of the year? An 8-1 win over the uh, Edmonton Oilers. Just a great way to start the year when you're looking to, to get things moving on the right foot. A win's a win. You'll take the win any way you can get it. But when you can do it over the Edmonton Oilers, 8-1 to one in a home-and-home, home, and then come back and beat them on on the road in their building after you hung eight on them and win four to three. That's a real good start to the season. And when you're talking about Edmonton, you're talking about a bonafide playoff team, a team you know is going to be in the mix come playoff time, and it's a division opponent for them as well. So big element there for the Vancouver Canucks. They start 2-0. and Edmonton starts 0-2. Their goal differential, pretty gaudy, only two games in but plus eight, and leading them in points in the early going here is a guy that they really want to have a monster season. He's such an important piece for the Vancouver Canucks, and that's Elias Pettersson. Of course, he was taken in that same draft as Nolan Patrick. Two games played this season. He's got six points and is a plus four already and averaging over 19 minutes of ice time. His goal came on the power play, one goal, five assists, three power play assists. In the early going here, they're clicking on their power play at 44%, second in the NHL. So they're a team that's uh, looking to get off to a, a real good start. Now they have that home-and-home home with Edmonton to start the year. Now they hit the road. And uh, you know that road trip for West Coast teams to come east, is no, it's no bargain. It's not easy. They're, when, the, when the East Coast teams go out to the West Coast and they got to play late-night hockey— I think in some ways that might be easier than coming east. Their road trip consists of the Flyers tonight. Then they'll go down to Tampa on Thursday. Then they'll get Florida on Saturday. That trip through Florida is no it's no picnic anymore. And then they'll head to Nashville to wrap up the four-game trip on the 24th, a week from today, before returning home uh, to take on St. Louis, the Rangers, and Nashville. But uh, tough schedule to start the year. They're off to a great start. They've gotten wins from both of their goaltenders. Thatcher Demko got the win in Game 1. I know he was dealing with the flu in that game and was pulled out. But they also picked up Casey DeSmith, and he got the win in Game 2. I imagine tonight we're going to see Thatcher Demko provided he's all over his illness. And it'll probably be Thatcher Demko against Carter Hart. Now, practice yesterday. They practiced at the Wells Fargo. So you're going to hear from Scott Lawton in a minute about the, the new locker room and the renovation and and you know where the team is here in the early going. But in the practice yesterday, we still did not see Rasmus Ristolainen. He skated prior to the practice with uh, the Flyers' skills coach. And we didn't see Sean Couturier. And I don't know, if, you know, Tort said in his post-game or post-practice presser that he's banged up or he's dinged up. 
We'll see if he's back in the lineup coming up tonight. Because really, the measure for Sean Couturier is can he play, you know, the rigors of an NHL schedule? Now, he has played a lot of minutes. I taped an interview with Torch yesterday for Hockey and Hounds and and asked him about that. 23 minutes in the first game, 20 minutes on the button in the second game. And Torch's mentality to it was, as long as he's cleared by the doctors and the trainers, I'm going to play him in all situations because I think that that gets his game back quicker. It lets him knock off the rust of his game. I think there's elements of Sean Couturier's game that look the same as before he was injured. There's some elements that still need to come along. I think the thinking part of it is one of those things that will come along as timing is not fully there and understanding when he has more time or when he has less time. And the other one is the hands. The hands, he's made good plays. He's made some really good passes. He's also made some passes where doesn't put it in the guy's wheelhouse. Maybe it's in his feet a little bit. Those things will sharpen. This is a player who didn't hasn't played a game for, what, 19 months prior to this season. So those things will take time. And Torts believes if the player is healthy, you put him out there in a lot of situations, and that will kind of you know mitigate how long it takes for that player to get back. Now, Sean Couturier is a guy that has never played a game predicated on speed. So that element is not, you know, something that we're going to go, okay, he looks faster, he's back. I think it's more the way he thinks the game, which is so important to the style of play that he has and his high hockey IQ. And then the other thing is the hands. I mean, we've seen him on power play. We've seen him on penalty kill, key face-offs. He's definitely the team's best face-offer, face-off man. And then also we've seen a good deal of Sean Couturier in 5-on-5. So we'll see where that goes today. Um, Obviously, we want to see Sean Couturier in the lineup. We want to have that peace of mind that Sean Couturier is a player, you know, not just because of his contract going forward or what he means to the team. just, Just put all of those elements and way more into the bag of, boy, you really hope this he could become a dependable player in the lineup and when he's on the ice again because we know the player that he was prior to the injuries and surgeries. So we'll see where that goes coming up today. And if he is out of the lineup, we'll see how that affects, you know, the center position. Does Scott Lawton move into the middle? How does that affect uh, Owen Tippett on an off wing? Does that move... Uh, you know, Travis Konechny to a different line. We'll see the fallout of all that. Plus, we'll see what the lines are and the pairings are, in particular, on defense. You know, Igor Zamula played the first game. I thought he played really well in that game against Columbus. Emil Andre played in that second game. You know, he made some mistakes. I thought he made some plays. And it's hard to compare them side by side because I don't think the Columbus Blue Jackets are any near as good of a team as the Ottawa Senators. You may go, well, wait a minute. Are you overvaluing Ottawa a little bit here? No. I think the team that we saw in Columbus wasn't anywhere near the team we saw in Ottawa on Saturday. I think Ottawa's far better, period, end of sentence. But I think also the situation dictated that Ottawa was a much better team. They were Ottawa won every facet of the game against the Flyers on this on Saturday. 
And so it was it was maybe a tougher matchup for Emil Andre. But that being said, when you get opportunity, you got to take advantage of it. I thought Igor Zamula played really well in the opener. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw him back in the lineup coming up tonight. Now, that doesn't mean Andre comes out. We'll see. Maybe Nick Sealer comes out. Maybe Mark Stahl comes out. We'll see how John Tortorella and his coaching staff uh, decide to deal with this. My hunch on the goaltending for this week, it's the home opener tonight. I think Carter Hart absolutely gets the home opener. And I think Carter Hart absolutely gets the game against the team from the the town that he's from, against Edmonton on Thursday and Connor McDavid and Dreisaitl and, and that. But I think that we'll probably see our first look at Sam Arison coming up on Saturday when the Flyers are on the road against the Dallas Stars. That's my hunch. We'll see if it plays out that way, but that's my hunch. And, and watching practice yesterday, too, it's, you know, I got a stark reminder why carrying three goalies in the NHL is just not ideal. There's only two nets. Goalies tend to take every rep in practice. And, you know, for Felix Sandstrom, I think it's almost an uncomfortable feeling, too. Like, he wants to get in there, but he knows that the top two goalies need their work and they need their reps. And it's weird for the the guys who need their reps because you do have a third guy standing there kind of doing nothing. You know, Sandstrom worked on some you know, box movements and skating drills by himself for a little bit, but it's not ideal. It's not an ideal situation to carry three goaltenders. We'll see how long they decide to do it. If they can try and, you know, sneak Felix Anstrom down to the Phantoms, we'll see how that plays out. But um, it's definitely not an ideal situation to have three goaltenders, you know, with a team, especially at this time of year when, you know, you've got your roster and your practices are anywhere between 25 minutes and an hour. And, you know, they're not designed for goaltenders. Goaltenders will tend to come out before and get a lot of their technical work in or stay after and get some technical work. But it's just not an ideal situation for Felix Anstrom for the Flyers to, to be carrying three. So we'll see where that goes. But let's get to our guest on this episode because this is a guy in Scott Lawton that takes a lot of pride playing in Philadelphia. He had, he set such a unique path in the NHL where he's a first-round pick. He comes up, he plays a full year in the NHL. Then he goes back and plays a full year in the AHL to figure out what he needs to be to be successful at the NHL level. Comes back to the Flyers and never goes back. We know him as one of the really good guys, a good leader, but he's a guy who loves this city. And I know that you know, he's really wrapped up in this Phillies playoff push. And he's a guy that has grown up here in so many ways. Came here as a, you know, a boy or a young man and has developed into a husband and everything that goes with it. He's a leader and he's a real important piece for this Flyers team. And I think it goes beyond what he can contribute on the field of play, on the ice. So, I had a chance to catch up with Scott Lawton yesterday after practice. Here's that conversation. We're with Scott Lawton after practice here at the Wells Fargo Center. It's rare you guys practice here, but you get to see this new locker room. What do you, what do you think of the new space? Yeah, it's been uh, been a confusing morning. Uh, <laughs> it's disorienting, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. When you're in the same uh, room forever and uh, you're kind of used to it, but uh, it's obviously beautiful. It's a uh, world-class facility. Um, 
just uh, more confusing uh, getting around uh, in the back a uh, couple do- couple doors where you don't know where they're going but uh, other than that uh, it's uh, it's pretty cool and uh, awesome that uh, they put in the, the money to kind of support us and, and uh, give us uh, some of the best facilities in the league so it's uh, it's a cool uh, cool little atmosphere cool to, to practice in front of some fans uh, this morning and and a good way to get started here it's like a fresh feel you know it's weird because we're actually in the same spot but it just feels you're orientated so differently um let me ask you about the first two games it was a little bit a little bit of everything in those two games you know you take some good out of it you take some things you need to be better at too right yeah i think so i think uh obviously the way we started um it's the way you want to start um winning winning your opener and then uh, probably not the the way we wanted to go uh, in Ottawa, but uh, that happens, and and uh, you learn from it, and and uh, you learn from the mistakes, and and uh, you get better. So um, excited to get on home ice here, play in front of our fans, and and uh, be a part of this. And um, I think anytime you play a home opener, it's uh, it's pretty awesome. Lots well, for a group to galvanize and come together. It has to happen organically. It has to take time. I know you guys did some team bonding things and the skate and camp and had. You know some get-togethers and those kind of things how quickly does that kind of galvanization take how long does that take you just got to go through stuff is that is that what it is yeah i think so i think uh you really see um i guess your true colors uh when things don't go the right way um and uh we'll go about it uh, the way we do but uh the way we've come together i think our group has has done a great job um, starting off on the road, you have a, a nice team dinner and, and uh, get to know uh, some of the guys you wouldn't know, get to know about their families and um, just their overall background. So it's uh, it's been great so far, the guys we brought in, the new guys, and um, the guys who have been here have taken a step. So it's uh, been a lot of fun so far, and uh, I think it will only get better. I know you're going to the Phillies game tonight. You know what that crowd's going to be like at the game. As a professional athlete, I, I, do you put yourself in those players' shoes on the Phillies and say, man, I, we got to get there because you can only imagine the level of energy you get from the fans? Yeah, and I've played in the playoffs here. I know uh, how electric it is and, and uh, how amazing the fans are here. So um, to feel that uh, as a fan, I think, is uh, pretty special, and you feed off it, and, and uh, you get excited for uh, what's about to come and what should come. So... Um, yeah, it's exciting. It's uh, you can feel the buzz in the city, and um, like I said, I think it will only get better for us. Thoughts, thanks. Thank you. Always great to catch up with Scott Lawton, and it was the new locker room. It's in the same spot as the old locker room. It's much bigger, shaped completely different, but things are moved around, and you know the ingress and regress. The hallways are different. It is a bit disorienting Um, for those of us that have been down on that event level for so many years. You're just used to walking in and seeing the same doorways in the same spots. And it's all kind of moved around, but it does look stunningly beautiful. That oval kind of egg-shaped locker room, big stalls, really nice amenities. And you may go, why are you talking about this? Well, when you are in the position to woo free agents, you will bring them to that building. You will hang their jersey in one of those stalls. And that is one of the things. Players look at amenities. They play the game for two and a half hours, 82 times a year. They're in the facility a ton. 
So the weight, the weight rooms, the workout areas, the dressing rooms, the lounges, the steam room, hot tub, saunas, all those things matter to a player because they're all the, all the little fringe benefits or amenities that help them. Then you look at the area where their families can be and all that stuff. And I'll tell you what, it is beautiful down there. They did one heck of a remodel. Game tonight, 6 o'clock. They moved it up. If you're going to the game, doors open 90 minutes prior. Block party starts at 3. All because the Phillies are playing tonight at 8 o'clock in the NLCS. And the Mexico-Germany soccer game at Lincoln Financial Field. So get there early. Enjoy the game. Head over to Xfinity Live after. Enjoy the rest of the Phillies game from there if you so choose. But it's Flyers and Canucks tonight. And we will break it down coming up in tomorrow's episode. So join us then for a brand new episode of Flyers Daily.